0: Air in a child, I'ma throw that bitch up in a spiral, yeah. Up in a spiral, yeah. looking for a smile, all in denial, yeah. Up in a spiral, yeah. Hey, like what is love? It's like pitting all my trust in this double cup. It is a breezy, cold fucking morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Debbie Diaz reporting live on the DDRL podcast. We are available on all of the available to freezing. I can't even speak. Um, welcome on if you're listening over on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, SiriusXM, Google, Apple, and all the other great channels. It is 46 degrees right now here in Florida. Um, Wait, let me see. Let me check my accuracy. It is, no, I take that back. It is 48 degrees. 48 degrees when I tell that bitch, please break you off some of these. Because you get none of these. No, for real. When the weather gets like this over here in Florida, oh, we shut down. Yeah, Even though I'm from Pennsylvania, originally, um, I've been not in Florida um, 20 years now, I'd say. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, actually. Right on the dot. So, um, the blood has thinned. The blood has thinned, and I have become a Florida bitch. I have become a Florida weather bitch, and I mean, I actually became that a long time ago in Florida. But, um, I the the heat you never get used to. Okay, the humidity and all that you just there's no getting used to that. You bitch and bitch and sweat, and you know, get you just are miserably bitchy. So that does does not even I don't care who you are; <laughs> it just doesn't change. But the cold weather does. When you are put into an environment of a million thousand degrees in humidity, where the thickness in the air is caused by heat, you and water mixture in there. Um, you basically, and then you go from that to forty forty eight degrees. It's it's different, okay. it's, I mean, I am literally, I challenge myself every season here in Florida that to um, not turn on my heater. It's just something I, it's not like the bill or nothing like that. It's just something I challenge myself. And I'm like, come on Debbie, you can go, you lived in Pennsylvania in the tundra of Lake Erie, you know, in ice, black ice and putting sandbags in your trunk and putting, you know, chains on your tires, starting your car um, from the house, you know, the remote starter, Throwing hot water on your door so that the ice could, you know, so you can get in your car door and you know fishtail all the way to work on black ice, you know, you went through all of that. You can, you can get through this weather without turning the heat on. Come on, bitch, you can do it. So I think I survived most of the years. And I think I did pussy out last year and turn the heat on because the house dropped down into the 60s, like the low 60s. And I was like, no, I was like, I had I didn't have enough clothes, you know, winter clothes to even, you know, layer myself up. So I said, fuck this shit. I'm turning the heat on. And then when they turn the heat on, the house gets heated up. And then I'm like, and then the sun comes out brighter. And then you're like, fuck, turn the heat back off. And then you so you just reheated the house just to have it unheated and open up the windows. And so I just don't feel like dealing with all that shit. And so I just suffer it out. And I try to just challenge myself. Come on, Debbie. We don't need the heat. If you if you get cold, bitch, start doing some jumping jacks or start exercising. And then, you know, the other Debbie's like, fuck that. We're not doing that either. <laughs> so um, right now, so far, so good. I'm holding strong. I'm holding strong without turning the heat on. I don't see it happening anytime soon. I am wearing a long sleeve t- or fishing shirt. I'm wearing a long sleeve fishing shirt, which is thin. These are thin bitches. And then I have on like um one of those body shapers that, you know, have the boob thing. You know, you don't have to wear a bra with it. It's like, you know, one of those things. And then it like sucks you in as much as it possibly can. And then I have a pair of Nike yoga pants on and a pair of thin socks. And I am doing fine. It's breezy in here. Don't get me wrong. It's a bit nip. It's a bit nipply in here. But um, it's nothing that, I mean, when the door opened earlier, when, um, you know, some people opened it, I felt the breeze come through and like, boom, it's that cold outside. So as long as I just (laughs) stay away from uh, the outdoor world, I can get through this. And, um, you know, it's actually, it's not over yet. It's still beginning. But this is the time of year in Florida where I feel like you can lose weight because the humidity has gone down and your body can like lose some of that water weight and that swelling that we constantly have because we're like just filled with this humidity that just you can't get rid of you can't it's like a it's like a psycho boyfriend that just doesn't leave you alone and you just constantly try to avoid it and he just shows up everywhere and then finally you know he gets hit with a brick in the face or something and then you can finally get rid of him for a little bit and then the humidity comes back and then the boyfriend comes back you know and he's stalking you again it's like a never-ending vicious cycle until you have to file an injunction and then legally get his ass off your off your tail you know it's kind of like one of those but I mean usually when I travel up north is when I would lose a little bit of weight too because I retain water like a bitch I mean Just soak it up like a sponge. And it's so annoying. No water pill helps. Nothing. I mean, they tell you drink more water and then you'll lose more weight and you'll lose the water weight. I've done the whole water thing. I mean, I love lemon water is my thing. I drink a lot of water, but the water still doesn't go away. Okay. I will sweat my ass off like a whore in heat and I still am retaining water. It's just annoying. I think it's like when you're born up north, you have this northern blood up there. And then when you come down to Florida, you swell up like a freaking, you know, like a balloon. So when I go up north, you know, up there, and I lose that water weight a little bit, because I'm in a different environment and different elevation and all that shit. And it does affect my body. I mean, for real, like cabin pressure, bitch. So my jeans fit, you know, my, my means are a little, I don't suck in as just as much. And then when I come back down to Florida, you know, the humidity hitting back right back at you, swell back up. And then, you know, that skinny feeling is gone. It's like, maybe I just go up north, like every other month. And then so I can, you know, juggle this water weight issue because it's hard to get rid of water weight when you're down here in Florida ever. And so even like right now when it's colder down here, I still don't feel like I lost a lot of the water weight. I still feel like it's um, lingering because my shit is still tight, (laughs) you know, put on a pair of, um, I think it was Rock Republic jeans and they had, I went to the store the other day with one of the vaginas and I literally had plumber's crack. I could feel the breeze, you know, near my crack. Okay. I'm like, listen, bitch, we cannot go too far from the house. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, I am having an issue with these jeans. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, they're they're not as loose as I thought they were going to be. After You know, how you get a pair of jeans on, you haven't, you know, worn in a while and they're tight in the beginning and you do the whole like, you know, yoga stretches and squats and all that to try to walk them out to loosen them up. Well, when you have certain designer jeans, they don't do that. They don't loosen up because they're, you know, they're quality, you know, they, they have this quality fabric in them and they just are the size that they are, you know, and they don't like get loose after wearing them all day long. Like other jeans may loosen up these bitches stay the same. And I was like, Oh, this will be no problem. My butt cracks showing a little bit here in the house. But you know, I'll just do some squats out the door. When I'm sitting in the car, you know, a little loosen up. And then by the time we get to the stores, you know, I'll be fine. That didn't work. Okay, it was still, you know, butt crack central the whole time. I was so paranoid about my butt crack hanging out that like I couldn't handle, you know, focusing on the shopping, which totally destroyed the whole the whole trip. So I was Debbie Downer, believe it or not. And I was like, bitch, I need to go home. I need to put some yogas on. <laughs> and you know, I'm feeling insecure with my book crack right now. Okay, because <laughs> I even ha- I have white girl asses. As it is. I don't even no attention drawn more to my white girl ass, you know, so um, <laughs> I did. And it actually it's traumatizing to me. Because I remember this another time with my ass being shown, (laughs) I show my ass all the time. So um, a girlfriend and I, Mimi, what's up, Mimi? What's up, Tang? Um, We went to, we were going somewhere in the morning just to do an errand early in the morning, because I was still in like pajamas. and, And I mean, if I just got to drop a kid off or something in the morning, I don't need to get all dressed up. I'll I'll put my slippers on and I'll go in some plaid pink, you know, Victoria's Secret, you know, little Mitch matching, not even matching pajamas. And I'm out the dope. Not even don't even look in the mirror. Bye. I don't care. But this time I ran, I needed to get gas, right? So we pull up to the gas station and we're in Tampa and um, it's high traffic time. It's like eight o'clock in the morning. So there's a lot of movement in, in the area that we were in. Actually, there's a lot of movement everywhere in Florida anyway. So we were pumping gas and then, no, I went inside with her to get a coffee or something. And then we got a lottery scratch off as usual and then paid for gas. And then as we were walking out, she walked behind me and she's like, girl, girl just stop and I was like what and then I'm pumping the gas and she goes turn around and I turn around I'm like what she goes girl I was wondering why those motherfuckers were staring at, you know at your ass and I'm like what she goes turn and she took video of my butt I had this huge hole in the seam of my butt you know where the um <laughs> where the pajamas are um the plaid pants there was a uh, I would say about two inches. It looked like a silver dollar hole. And it was right near where my, my panties were not covering my butt. So it was skin on, you know, you can see my skin, you know, and you can see my butt crack. <laughs> Kid, <there. laughs> and I didn't even feel a breeze. That's the sad part. I was walking from the car to the gas station. I was inside the air, air conditioning of the, the, the gas station. And walking back and I didn't feel any breeze and I didn't feel any, I didn't feel shit from (laughs) this hole. So thank God Mimi was there with me and she um, totally... She's like, girl, you are a hot mess. Like those guys, I was wondering why, you know, they were licking their lips, looking at you. I'm like, ew, licking lips. Why would you say that? It's disgusting. And she goes, this is why. And she took a, she took a TikTok video of it. Actually, I, I think it's still up on my TikTok too. She tagged me in it or something. It is hilarious. I was oblivious to, I think we stopped somewhere else too. And the whole time I'm like, dir didn't know I had a hole in my ass. And then just, I think, I think that, oh my gosh, that did happen to me another time. I guess maybe there's a pattern here this does happen often. There was a moment where I went to the Hard Rock Casino in Tampa with um, Minnie. Minnie is my little Minnie me. And she is my ex-husband's ex-girlfriend. I <laughs> you know. My, yes, I'll say that again. Minnie, she's my one of my best friends. She is my ex-husband's ex-girlfriend. So it's I mean, like we could, we like to keep it close in the family. You know, that's how we work around here. Actually, that just tells you, you know, that she and I and you know especially her are not these drama infested bitches you know we know how to be secure with ourselves and we're not insecure I mean for we still were even like turning into best friends while they were him and her were together still I mean so there was no um you know animosity there was nothing that's called being mature people it's called being mature if you're able to accomplish those type of relationships then fucking don't let anybody ruin them because you know what they are You know, precious moments where people have reached a mature state of mind and they can handle exes being with other people and you can all get along. I mean, it makes the world go around even though it's flat like a pizza and there's an ice wall. (laughs) I'm just kidding but, um, yeah, there was a time where, um, her and I went to the hard rock and it was about sunset. It was still sunlight out. And I had a cute, cute dress on a skirt. It was a cute little fluffy dress. And then it wasn't a one piece one, you know, I had a top in the bottom and I I looked cute. It was a cute little outfit. We were going to dinner. We're going to dinner at that, um, restaurant in there on the second floor. That is the candy shop one. I can't remember the name of it. It's like, where they have the bit those giant drinks, those giant um, alcoholic drinks where they foam and they or not foam they have like oh my gosh the black ice coming off of it you know the fog you know and it's a gigondo drink so it has gummy bears in it and all kinds of stuff anyway we were walk the the distance between where I parked on the rooftop to the distance of the restaurant is a good hike you know you have to go through walk over to the elevator, you have to walk, go down the elevator, you have to walk this long strip on the second store story, and then go past the high roller area, take left, go down another hallway, and then boom, there's the restaurant. That entire walk, I had the back end of my fluffy skirt tucked into my panties the entire time. I don't know how, what, where, when, why. Maybe I didn't I, this happened. No clue. I probably was trying to tuck in my, my shirt and make it look cute. And then I tucked in the back. I don't know what I was doing. But I'm usually doing a million things at the same time. So I do kind of become oblivious to some things around me. You know, I don't notice some things, common common sense things. This was one of them. So that whole walk, and there's another situation where I didn't feel any breeze or did maybe I don't have any feeling in my ass. I mean, you like all that tapping that ass over the years. <laughs> Maybe I like literally don't have like, I don't know the, what is it called? The sensory sense, skin sensory. I'm, I mean, I'm touch, touching my ass right now. I can feel it. Maybe I don't have like wind sensory and ass syndrome. I mean, I don't know. I, or I just, I don't know why I, do, I wouldn't notice that. I, it, it me. <laughs> I butchered the English language and the Spanish language. So, um, it just, I don't know. I just can't, Am I that, like, to my surroundings sometimes? I mean, I'm usually very observant. I know when I see a cop from a mile away, <laughs> I could pick out those. But um, maybe I just didn't train myself to pay attention if my ass was hanging out all the time. I mean, I don't know. So I walked that entire fucking strip, you know, all the way down to the restaurant and Minnie Me was right next to me the entire time, and you know she's a little midget, she's a little shorty, and um she's a little person, she but she's borderline. She's like one inch above the legal limit to be a little person, legally little person. And she did not. She's one of those, you know, computer nerd, you know, very analytical. Well, I am too, but she's you know analytical times two compared to me. And she that whole walk, she didn't even check to see if my outfit looked okay, make sure that we both look, you know, presentable, make sure there wasn't any like hairs out of place and eyelash hanging off there. You know, she didn't even notice my ass hanging out the whole walk. So I, we get over to the restaurant and she, you know, I'm waiting at the hostess area. I'm getting, making our, we had reservations and I'm waiting to get checked in. And she is off like right in the vicinity, taking pictures of something. I mean, for her to take pictures, it must have been amazing because she doesn't take pictures. She's not one of those camera people. So she was taking pictures of something. This lady comes up to me in a wheelchair, okay, in a fucking wheelchair comes up to me and, and says, Hey, ma'am, ma'am. And I was I was just like, I heard it, but I just didn't turn around. You know, it was like one of those things where like, ah, oh, they ain't talking to me. I don't know. She's like, ma'am. And I, I turned around and I'm and this lady in a wheelchair is sitting right. Or sitting, sitting actually. She's sitting. Yeah, she's sitting right behind me. She goes, "Honey, yo ass hanging out. You better your skirt tucked in your ass." And I was like, "What?" And I quickly just grabbed my ass and turned towards the hostess booth and backed my ass up until you know the little booth thing that she had. And I grabbed. My, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like my whole entire ass was hanging out. You know, I mean, I had panties on, but like tucked in to my, I mean, my ass, my waist area. And I started flipping out on Minnie. I was like, bitch, you didn't, I mean, I'm now like screaming this from a good distance where she's at taking fucking pictures. And I'm over here by the, the hostess booth in the restaurant. And I didn't give a fuck at this point. And I was like, so perturbed that, you know, a vagina with me didn't notice, you know, my ass hanging out. I mean, they notice it when I, you know, making an ass of myself, but they don't notice it when literally my physical ass is hanging out. So I was just like, bitch, you're over here taking fucking pictures of the fucking restaurants, neon signs, and you can't notice my fucking ass hanging out in the middle of the goddamn hard rock casino. Like literally, like, are you this like not observant of like my look and stuff? Like, I'm observant of what your shit looks like. I, she goes, Oh, what? And she's laughing. You know, everybody's like, haha, this is so funny. And I am like, I'm not even embarrassed. I'm just perturbed that my partner in crime next to me didn't like do girl code and save my ass literally. And a lady in a wheelchair had to come out of her wheelchair way over to me and it was a tight area for a wheelchair to fit where I was standing and she put all that effort in to come over and and do rescue ho 1-800 rescue ho and my own bestie that's with me didn't do that so that's like really why I like I didn't give a shit you know the ass part you know after that point I was looking at the effort that was made here like wheelchair lady thank you if you're listening thank you love like hashtag heart I love you thank you for looking out for a sister Minnie go fuck yourself. You wake bitch. <laughs> you just wake bitch. So, um, I mean, I have thrown that bitch under the bus so deep since that episode. I mean, all, you know, gloves off, you know, I have, I have thrown her, I mean, publicly on social media, I have made, um, so much in like condescending comments about her and tagged her and stuff. I have, I've have made Oompa Loompas, you know, from Willy Wonka and I put her head on them. And I, I mean, I have, I have blasted that bitch. I roasted her and blasted her so much that nothing has worked yet to the humility that I faced that day because she throws back. She's been thrown back. (laughs) She's been literally everything that I have thrown out there and I've thrown some deep shit. You know, like I threw some shit out there like "Mm, maybe I shouldn't throw this out there. She's going to like maybe I'm crossing the line. Nope. Nothing that I have thrown out there, you know, and I'm pretty good at that game. She is thrown right back at me or she played the, what, it I'm confused. Like, what does this mean? And I didn't feel like explaining it. Like, uh, it's just really like, mm, I'm just throwing you under the bus, like hugely in a very insulting way, but um, it's okay. You don't have to, I'm not going to explain it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. That was just a mistake. I didn't mean to send that to you. But um, nothing has offended her. But, you know, keep in mind the groups, the vaginas, you know, we have this ability that we have and we're desensitized. We are not offended by sticks and stones. may break your bones, but names will never hurt. We have learned over the years to shut that bitch off. And we know how to turn it back on if we want to. But we it's best to keep it off because it protects you against fucking shit like this where your bestie doesn't tell you that your ass is hanging out and the whole walk you know during you know what? and we passed a lot of motherfuckers in that walk too that's all and I knew a couple people and I when we passed this huge group of guys too and I can I mean and fuck you to all the people that passed me and stuff and looked at my ass and didn't tell me but the wheelchair lady did so I mean I mean I'm just people are assholes literally assholes do you, that's, that's way too long of a walk, and a lot of, too many people, and there must have been people behind me, why didn't the people behind me come up and, you know, tap me and be like, hey girl, hey girl, you got your ass hanging out, you know, you might want to untuck that skirt up out of your ass, you know, why didn't they tell me that, you know, unless it was some jealous, insecure bitches behind me that, you know, really, let that girl, we ain't gonna tell her shit, let her go get embarrassed, haha, you know, those evil fucking cunt bitches out there, so, um, That could have been the situation as well. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know, the hard rock, you know, security cameras were definitely, you know, got some action on my ass that day. I'm probably out there somewhere on a working like YouTube or something about that. I mean, that's how long, you know, it's, it was just embarrassing. I still am bothered by that situation to this day. If you can't tell, if you can't, I know, you know what, I'm going to make a note to remind myself to bring that up to Minnie. I'm going to be like, I'm writing it down right now. Hey bitch, um, hey bitch. Remember Hard Rock ass, panty tucked in that day. There we go. I just want to let you know I remembered that again. <laughs> and then she'll, I know exactly what she'll say back. She's like, oh, fuck you, bitch. I know that was a funny day. It's like it's funny. What I just know if that happened to her, if this situation, if her if her shit was tucked into her ass." That little, little mini me, you know, little person, (laughs) she would have thrown a connipt shit. We wouldn't not not even have gone to dinner. Like the dinner would have been ruined the whole, you know, we wouldn't have gone and gambled our life savings away and then did the drive a shame home that wishing we didn't go there we would have never have done that, you know, if this happened to her. That's how much of a super trooper I am when embarrassing moments, you know, happen because it's, I mean, it is what it is. And I kind of found it funny too. But this one was funny, embarrassing, you know, like, oh my gosh, I, I'm i pretty sure I didn't have flattering panties on either, you know, not like I was planning to have a, you know, hit it and quit it or something. you know, it was just one of those probably basic bitch, you know, Victoria's Secret panties, or something, you know, that, just said hey basic bitch you know it wasn't even like I had some lingerie or thong on thank god actually if I had a thong on though it, it wouldn't have worked. it would have fallen out of my ass <laughs> there would have been no grip on that bitch <laughs> I don't even wear thongs ew gross I mean I just thongs are just nah OCD germy to me it's just not my thing okay you know if a piece of floss going up your ass all day long and then you ew gross I don't even want to talk about it I don't like to talk about like there's things I can't talk about. There, I mean, I will like, briefly say them, but I have to switch the topic right away because I instantly go into visualization in my head. And I'm a vis- very visual person. And so I instantly visual things and I zoom in like a scientist and I just, woo, I just can't get it. I can't do it. I'll throw up. I can't do it. I just can't do it. When people sneeze and they don't cover their mouth, go fuck yourselves because you are spreading germs like a motherfucker. If you don't cover your mouth when you sneeze, when you sneeze, you know that that sneeze goes from your lips or from the sides of your mouth out like a, like a, I don't know, like a radar thing. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. Like take a half of a circle and it goes, it goes out those directions, that whole like circumference. I watched a lot of Bill Nye, the science guy, okay. And (laughs) I watched a lot of science shows. And I watched a lot of the shows where they do these um, microscopic zoom ins. And, you know, like the whole cliche, the the hotel remote is supposed to be the most dirtiest thing in the you, germy thing that you can touch. Like things like that, you know, they take a black light and go, well, they did a thing on sneezing. And I literally, ever since that show, I have been so grossed out when I see someone sneeze and they don't cover their mouth. I, I mean, I want to curl up into a fetal position and just, just die. I mean, literally. Or if somebody burps and they are near me or in a closed environment, like in the car, if you know me, you know me and you, you know the burping thing with me. If someone burps in anywhere near me, I freak out. I fucking freak out. And if somebody burps inside a car and doesn't roll down the window, I will fucking go insane. Like insane. If I am stuck in an elevator with somebody that burps or farts, I will literally die. I mean, I will be banging on that bitch, emergency button, 911, the whole nine yards. I can, my body just instantly goes into fear raptor mode i cannot stand it it's just the breakdown of the the germs that get spread and then it, it just reminds me of someone stepping in dog shit and then walking in your house with fucking those shoes with the dog shit on the bottom of them like take me a fucking bucket and just let me throw up in it and just fucking let me just go lay in my bed in fetal position and just die Because I, (laughs) my skin crawls just thinking about that. I mean, I, you want to, I mean, do you freak out over bugs and stuff? I I freak out about bugs too. But this is a different level of freaking out. This is a freaking out like, fuck, I am not getting fucked. And it's turn off majorly. I mean, (laughs) <laughs> Turn off block your ass, get the fuck away from me. Lysol bleach, everything. I mean, busted all out. I will not be able to sleep until the area has been oh, I just can't talk about this. See how intense this gets me? Right now I'm like I'm clenching my thumb, my fans right now. I'm cl- both of them. I'm clenching them like Like this seriously is happening. That's what happens when you're a visual person too with ADHD and all that good stuff. ABC, you know, you literally visualize, you know, the situation as if you're in it. And sometimes some people should learn how to do that. You should learn how to be someone, you know, put yourself in other people's shoes. because Maybe you'll be less of a bitch to the people, you know, and learn to appreciate and understand other people's emotions and their feelings, motherfuckers. That's right. Mm hmm. You know, I'm talking to you. Mm hmm. And others. It's true though. I mean you I mean those people literally, you know, you I'm not saying all the narcissistic you know, fuckers out there, but most people that don't know how to put yourself in other people's shoes are assholes of the world. Like you guys are the assholes of the world. And I think I ain't afraid Joe ass at all. I mean, I will call out a bitch when I see one and I will call out an asshole when I see one. And I mean, I just don't give a fuck because somebody needs to put your ass in place. And if you don't listen to me or listen to me, I don't give a shit, but I'm going to speak my mind when I see one, I'm going to call you out on it because there is a lot of them out there and there's a lot of people out there that take advantage of, you know, people that, you know, are generally nice and we're losing those numbers by the day because of people that just don't put themselves in other people's positions or their shoes to understand their mentality or their, their thinking or how they feel about a situation. If you can, if you're fighting with somebody and you swear that you are not the one that's at fault. And the other person is like, you hurt my feelings. You just, and you're like thinking in your head, I didn't do shit to you, bitch. Like, why are you like, I don't, I am not apologizing. I you know, stop for a moment and just think of their mentality and think of how they think they're who, you know, how they process things. And you have to, you know, think, okay, if I was them, and I said that to them, I would probably be a little offended. All right, it's right. I said it because, you know, I'm not categorizing female or male or whatever. And, you know, and then that gives you a perspective, you know, differently than your stubborn ass just saying there, bitch, you, you should, I ain't apologizing. I didn't do shit. You know, it, you know, it's it's a pride thing. You got to get your ego down a little bit and to be able to be empathetic to other people. But I mean, you know, if you just want to stay being a cunt, you know, all your life, then just go ahead. You know, Contours is You know, there's a lot of a lot of us out there. I'm don't get me wrong. I mean, I've got a lot of different um, adjectives under my belt. I mean, I definitely have that cunt card in my pocket. But you know, if I want to pull it out, I'm gonna pull it out, bitch. Take it. <laughs> I mean, so I don't give a fuck. I mean, I really don't. And so I had a I had like that goes back to saying how us vaginas have, you know, desensitized ourselves. If you can learn how to desensitize yourself, it's like turning the light switch on and off. You know, it helps you in any situation of emotional, you know, decision making, and also emotional attacks that you have on you. So if you have to make a decision in life where you, you know, it involves an emotional, where it could affect a bunch of people, but you know, it's the right decision that you have to do, it, you know if you don't desensitize yourself, you're going to actually have a problem and a dilemma making that decision. Because you know, oh my gosh, it's going to affect this, it's going to affect this person, that person. But if you desensitize yourself, you make that decision firmly and assertively. And going in, you know, knowing that it's going to risk, you know, have a risk in there of hurting, you know, or affecting some other people, personally, but at the end of the day, it's the best decision to make, you know, so it's, you get what I'm saying? It's, it's just an ability to um, process things a lot more um, factually, and simplistically without emotion being involved, kind of how the A1, the A1s, <laughs> let's go get a steak, the A1s, <laughs> the AIs, um, the, you know, I hate, that's a lot of the talk over the AIs, and the way that you know, they're going to be totally implemented. And within I always say this within three calendar years, actually, it's gonna be less than like, two point two point and a half years, the AIs are going to totally be it's going to be a different world people totally they're gonna, it's going to be AI infestation. And it's already it's begun manifest already. But they are there is a debate, you know, about the fact that their decision making process is so quick and so precise, that it's not involving emotion and so humans take a long you know a lot longer to make a decision because our emotional you know processing is affected in our decision making so if you take that out you know an AI is going to be like boom 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 where a human is going to be like boom 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 because we our brains are, are you know wired to process an emotional um like outcome from our decisions and AI doesn't have that. So therefore it could, it's totally going to fuck over a lot of situations if it hasn't already. I mean, especially with all of my appeals that I made with TikTok, you know, when I get violations of stupid shit that I didn't really even intend to have said, but people egg me on. And so I, just you know, so I've had TikTok uses AIs, you know, for their appeal processes. When you get, um, you get in TikTok jail and all that stuff. I got I got it in there. I'm banned for life. Um on I'm, I'm banned for life I'm doing a TikTok live. And, you know, it wasn't even that big of a deal. So, but they, I have appealed it, appealed it, and appealed it, and I'm still denied. And it's because they're not listening to my emotional story on, you know, my side of it, because it's a stupid fucking AI responding back to it. And the AI is just trained in what, you know, to do this, its decision making based upon the policy and procedure factor and not any other emotional factor that may, you know, be the, the silver lining of a situation. So that, you know, is a reason why a lot of people, you know, are pissed off with of TikTok. I'm not really pissed off. There's other platforms to go live on. It's like, oh, I got banned from that one. Mm, let me just go to IG and let me go to Facebook after that. But I don't, I mean, it's true. It's very true. So that is... Um, just my tip of the it's not even the tip of the day that would be like my tip of the world like we should have desensitizing classes the 101 hey ladies and gents come on in um we're gonna teach you how to not be an emotional bitch okay we're gonna teach you how to make assertive and strong decision making processes and we're gonna make sure that you leave that emotional purse at home yeah guys emotional wallets. Those need to stay at home, yeah. Because we're not going to deal with them today in class. We're going to toughen you up, bitch, and we're going to shut that bitch off. You know. But I mean, it is. It sucks that you know. In this world, we have to we have to do that because it just you know the world isn't peachy and unicorns anymore as we thought it. Maybe I mean, I thought unicorns fly around my room all the time, but you know, <laughs> I haven't seen one in a while. <laughs> I just say a donkey. And I literally am staring at a little plastic donkey right now, but. It's just you have to desensitize yourself, you know, in this world because of all the bullshit that's happening. And, you know, it's just you you're in it for yourself, honestly. I mean, you really have to think about yourself in life now. I mean, I know a lot of you do because you're self-centered assholes. But, you know, some of us that still care about other people and want to help other people, you know, we have a little bit of a, a bigger heart. So um, I didn't say soul. I mean, my soul is my soul's questionable. My dignity has gone. I know that <laughs> dignity has gone. My soul is questionable. But you know, I do have a big heart. So it is. Um, but you know, it's, it's, you're in it for your, you know, one man for himself, you know, that's as sad as it's come down to. But if you don't, people have learned to, you know, really master manipulation, and have learned to, you know, <laughs> smell out the weak ones and smell out vulnerability and smell out you know like we're an area of um you know opportunity to come in and take advantage of you but if you you know learn to desensitize yourself you're not going to allow those fuckers you know near you you're going to learn to like you know guard yourself a little bit more and protect your and protect your you know your castle so fuck all you that are out there taking advantage of motherfuckers and their you know vulnerability of kindness because you're ruining the world and society so that's my story and I'm sticking to it, bitches. I want to say thank you to um, everybody who does listen to me and follow me and support me. You have no idea how much it means to me to um, just put my put my shit out there. And I have been getting a lot, a lot of responses and a lot of feedback. And, and it's all been really positive. A couple of negatives in there. But, you know, hey, it <laughs> I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm going to tell you the truth. You tell me the truth. I think it's awesome if you, you know, whatever you say back to me and it actually helps me and I listen to it and I, and I pay attention to it and I want to keep bettering myself if, you know, if there's an area that I, I'm all fuckery, you know, <laughs> but it's like, I'm not changing myself for anybody, but you know, if my tone is down like this or my tone is, you know, things like that, you know, cosmetic things, <laughs> cosmetic, verbal is what I meant. But I want to thank everybody, especially you know, on Spotify, um, for following me as well and listening and being a fan and a subscriber. Um, I just in iHeartRadio and, and Apple, all of, all of the stations. And believe it or not, I thought for sure that um, I would have more percentage more of men that listen to the show versus women. I mean, literally, it's just you know been that's how it is on most of my other platforms. Not um it's a little bit of blend but the the topics and everything I thought it would be an intriguing you know topics for men but I mean kudos to the vaginas out there vaginas are coming in strong. Listen to the D-A-D-R-L podcast and I want to thank you so much ladies and gents out there and trans and all the other different cultures of penis and vaginas out there but thank you everybody. Seriously it means a lot to me and um anyway enough, enough of that emotion. I just got done bitching about that I desensitized myself and hearing I'm like oh my god like thank you thank you so much like it means so much to me. Like, so, <laughs> but I have exciting news too that the official WD is reporting live. Um, a store finally opened on a TikTok. Woo-hoo! That's right. Um, we have our own line in there, the DDRL um, store in TikTok. It actually has been open. We just didn't have any inventory because it was being made by our designers on the vaginas. And um, it's called the Rock Bottoms with a Z. So that's the line in the store and I think it, it officially launched today or tonight or yesterday, one of the, within the, you know, the past 24 hours and there are items up there. there some of them are one of a kind pieces. Some of them are, um, uh, I think they're stock. I'm not really in charge of the department. I just, you know, approve the items that, you know, we're going in and I help design, you know, the, what we're going to be putting in there and what merchandise and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's some badass crystals in there, healing earrings. I mean, you know, the universe type of stuff. It's just the variety, variety of things that are all designed and handcrafted, you know, from the design team of the vaginas. And it is it's really cool. I mean, it's really cool to see this in action and how it's really cool to see the my team, you know, coming together in their own skill, being able to use their skills that they love to use and have into action. So it's, you know, we all kind of play our part. And don't get me wrong, it has not been easy has not been easy. These bitches and me, you know, are not an easy group to get along with there. We are strong, you know, verbal, very verbal bitches. And the bitch, I say bitches, not vaginas, because right now I'm, I'm being a little bit more stern. So the it's, it's not peaches and cream. <laughs> it's not. So I mean, but there is a lot of positivity of our skill level that, you know, we're coming together. And we, you know, it's very one little phrase could set off the team, you know, it could set off the, the you know, the hormones. <laughs> <laughs> could set the hormones off flaring so um but other than that though little by little there's been a lot of bumps in the road we're getting there and the store is available i don't you know i know there's some earrings up in there now um it's you go on tiktok and it's on debbie is reporting live um store so check it out and let me know what you think slide into the dms debbie is we're live at com or on tiktok ig fb Album youtube x um it's 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 the same that is for life but the rockbottoms.com is under construction I think Um, I must check it with our web people which is me (laughs) so yeah it's under construction still um yeah so that the rockbottoms is the designer line for the show and I am just super stoked we're going to be handing out some merch Miller Mac is in charge of that one Miller Mac Attention Miller Merck, please report to the studio. So we want to do some affiliated marketing as well with our merch. We have some... We have some merch coming out with some hoodies, and we have some hats coming out that say the vaginas on them and DDRL podcast. And you know, for the guy, I know guys don't want to be wearing shirts and hoodies that say the vaginas on there. I mean, unless you want to. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, I would wear one regardless of what gender I am. So we also have you know the WD are playing live and the um, the lo- cool little logo that we have coming out as well those should be up and running very soon so once again everybody thank you so much i hope you're having a wonderful day and learn not to be such a bitch you know seriously and learn to appreciate your friends and what they do for you and you know the ones that really do are there for you don't ever go off on them and be a little fucking cunt bitch to them over some stupid shit that they didn't do and you're blaming them because you are frustrated on something else so and then you want to apologize the next day i know that came out of nowhere but I don't know. It's just something I had to get off my chest. I'm just sorry. (laughs) So keep it warm out there. Bundle up. And you know, uh, if you gotta shovel your driveway and stuff, I'm sorry. I had to do that too before. So I mean, I guess I don't have any sympathy because I'm desensitized, bitches.